Hello listeners, and welcome to A Dash of Salt with AJ. I'm your host, Ahsoka Jackson, author, podcaster, poet, and freelance proofreader. Before I leave the EMA scene and move to the other stuff I want to say about Sasha, a final thing here I really want to share. This is a really beautiful observation from another fan, and it really shows nuances to both the general relationship that Aaron, Armin, and Mikasa have, the dynamic of this specific conversation, and what a careful and exquisite job MAPPA has been doing when it comes to such subtle yet significant details like this. It's also another thing that highlights what's so awesome about being able to have season 4 animated. It'd be hard to convey these exact nuances of timing and interaction in a space of just a few key panels, especially since you don't want to have too much repetition of the artwork. You really have trade-offs with whatever medium you use. With manga, you can focus more on each individual panel and possibly have a higher level of detail overall. But one of the trade-offs is that it's hard to convey things like ongoing motion and timing the way you can with something that portrays the action in real time versus as a series of beautiful snapshots. With anime, you're talking about thousands of individual frames per episode, so you can't really expect them to make every individual shot and moment insanely detailed and beautiful. Though it is still impressive what we see accomplished, and MAP has put out some gorgeous work this season. I've largely loved it. But just as the manga illustrator has to decide which snapshots to focus on and turn into actual panels, the animators have to decide which scenes and moments they're going to devote the most time and energy to. But then you have the upsides with anime, like that potential to capture and convey timing and movement in a clearer way. In that EMA scene, there's this beautiful, intuitive synergy in how their actions and conversation flow with each other, and it speaks to the long-time friendship between the three. It's really touching. I was able to find the actual comment again, and I'm going to embed it into the blog page for the episode, so I can credit the original commenter by username and show the entirety of what they said. The short version is that there's basically a pattern to how they interact, and they're able to smoothly carry on a conversation in the middle of Aaron's target practice as a result. And Aaron himself is not actually ignoring them or firing over them. He's genuinely listening to them and waiting and taking his shots in the spaces between. And personally, I also just love how that scene captures Aaron in a couple of different ways. First of all, it's very Aaron to be multitasking like that, steadily working on his skills, especially combat-related skills, while also conversing with his friends. Plus, that scene is shown right after the seafood scene, where I noticed we didn't see Aaron shown at all. And I feel both his apparent absence there and the way they followed it with the firing range scene were meant to implicitly show where his focus was and what he was and wasn't interested in devoting time to. He probably did try the food at some point, I'm guessing, but it wasn't something that would have been a priority for him. And I think his interests would have lain more with the purely practical stuff when it came to learning from the Marlin crew. And anything related to that pressing concern for the island's security and military capabilities would have been especially valued. And I think, like I mentioned earlier, Aaron feels this weight and urgency extra because of how he's seen Marley and its wrath in a way even his friends haven't yet, via those memories he sort of experienced himself, via Grisha. There's other stuff as well, but I can't get into it yet. The other very Aaron thing captured in that scene and I think I had to laugh out loud the first time I watched it, is how they're conversing about peace while Aaron is dutifully improving his weapon skills. To reference scripture, they're ready to turn their spears into pruning hooks, while he's pretty much converting his plowshare into a sword. That's his mode right now. And yet, as much as it feels at odds with the content of the conversation, 
It arguably isn't, because of what we've already discussed regarding what Paradis is up against. It reminds me of the phrase that John Wick 3's full title is taken from, actually. Civis pacem parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. That seems to be sadly apt for the Catch-22 they're facing, and that Aaron already seems to comprehend, though I don't think he had given up on maybe fulfilling his friend's ultimate hopes at that point. But, you know, there's something rather haunting and also intriguing that Armin says in this episode, which is that he's starting to feel like he doesn't actually understand Aaron as well as he thought he did. That reminds me of some comments I shared a while back. I think it was during my trailer reaction episodes, where people had some fantastic commentary about the beach scene and about the rift you see starting to form in that very scene where everything should be pretty happy and cheerful. I'm gonna hunt down the specific episode page and give the link to that. I think the post also has the footage of the scene itself, as long as it's still up on YouTube, so that'll be good to see as well. But as close as we know these three are, it's sad to see and hear about that rift forming between them. And I was a little surprised to hear Armin actually say what he did about Mikasa versus himself, but I really do think that's true. By the way, please don't infer anything weird when it comes to what I'm about to say. I'm not about that. What I'm talking about here is how these three understand each other as friends. Anyways, I feel like Eren and Armin have a more similar outlook, though it's still somewhat different. And Mikasa loves Eren and Armin, and is also in love with Eren. But I feel like she doesn't have nearly the same interests and priorities to a large extent. Her focus is mainly on Eren and protecting both him and Armin, and not losing them. But I don't think she especially understands Eren's mindset and outlook, and even to the extent she does, it's like she doesn't seem to care all that much about it. Or to be more exact, about whether he's fulfilled and at peace. I'm sure she wants those things for him, but it's like his simple safety and survival are so much higher in priority that she'll more or less ignore the other stuff just as long as he survives. And I think that relates back to what we saw in that OVA that sort of shows what Mikasa could have been like without the trauma and circumstances of losing her parents and awakening those powers. She seems like a homebody who would have been content with a very quiet, peaceful life, and I don't think she had either the restlessness or burning curiosity that her two friends had. She was willing to accompany them on their adventures to be part of the group, and she probably had some level of interest in it all, but it was never really her thing. Her main thing to gain there was the relationship with the two of them, not the adventures and exploration. And of course, you can flip it around and say the same thing about them. I don't know how well the boys understand or relate to her. In particular, I wonder if Aaron can even comprehend the appeal of or the idea of being content with a more quiet, peaceful life that didn't involve a lot of travel or exploration. You know, there's a fanfic I read recently where the author gave Mikasa a line about how she had never wanted to join the military. And that statement really blindsided me, but then when I thought about it, I realized how bluntly true that actually is. Aaron and Armin sought to become soldiers to accomplish their own goals. Mikasa only did it so she could be alongside Aaron and keep him alive. She also wishes to protect Armin, I know, but Aaron both was and remains the priority. I will say one thing about Armin's comments here, though. Mikasa herself has expressed how Aaron has continued to be the one who forges ahead, leaving her and Armin to catch up and sometimes bail him out. So perhaps Armin shouldn't have been so surprised that Aaron would be willing to do what he believes is necessary to accomplish a goal as crucial as saving parties from destruction. 
even if that means going it alone. In fact, that brings me to a fantastic point in insight that Wolf Maniac gave during the interview. It's already an established trait of Aaron, how he tries to take on Burns himself and spare and save other people. One of Wolf's theories is that Aaron chose to work independently in Liberio so that his team wouldn't have to shoulder the blame for what all went on in the operation. In fact, I just remembered what Hanja complained about, how they had little choice but to come rescue him. Again, I hate how she, in my view, tried to spin that, but I just realized that this was arguably another aspect of how he tried to minimize the team's perceived responsibility in all of this. Arguably, Paradis and those in charge of it should have been willing to do this in the first place, rather than having to be dragged along by one soldier. But maybe Aaron is still trying to accommodate even this somewhat, by giving them leeway to say that they had to get involved in order to recover their rogue living weapon. In any case, I think talking about the Liberio situation, plus the relationships between Aaron and his comrades, is a good segue to talking about Sasha and the relationships we saw involving her in this episode. Alright guys, thanks for listening to me today, and I hope you've had a great time. If you're enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and turn your notifications on so you can get updates. You can help make the podcast more visible for new viewers and listeners by leaving a like, share, comment, or review on whichever platform you used to listen. YouTube, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Social Media, etc. And as of recently, the podcast is on newer sites as well. Verbal. I'll have an extra link for that. Be blessed and stay salty.